Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you're listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy! Human people of the world. This week's episode's ASMR edition is brought to you by... Eating lozenges to soothe the throat. Part one, opening the wrapper. I wonder if they'll hear it. The food can will, mate. Part two, putting the lozenge in your mouth to stop coughing. What was that? Is it even in your mouth? Part three. <laughs> Sucking on the lozenge. Part four. Choking on it because you're stupid. Part five. Let him die. (laughs) She died. No, you don't exist anymore. (coughs) Wow. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the You Don't Love Me podcast. I am very ill today, but today is literally the only day that we can do this. So we are recording. Apologies, I sound like death, but my husband will be doing all the taking over this Yeah, week. of course. Sure, I will. Should have got guest hosting instead. Yeah, why didn't we? <laughs> it's too short notice. And nobody's willing to do it with us. <laughs> do you know what? Park the idea for now. Anywho... How are you? Tell me about this illness. How the fuck have you got this illness? And what is it like? And do you normally get illnesses? So I have had a cold for like a couple of weeks and it was really bad and then it got better. Um, It's my own fault. I just don't stop doing stuff. I need to literally be bedridden. And today I like barely went outside and I did hardly anything and I feel a lot better. But um, yeah, it's just pains and aches. Um, Old age. cough. Headache. That kind of type of stuff. Not old age, you bastard. You're the one turning 30. <gasps> Segway. Old. I know. Ugh. Retired in gay years. I know. Oh, by the time you all listen to this episode, I will be what? 30. That's what I'm turning tomorrow. 3 0. Gross, disgusting. Celebrated it in Malta. It's done. It's over. Let's not speak of it. How does, how does it feel being 30? It feels vile. Really? It feels Why? like I'm dead. Why? Because in gay years, what is that? 
Do you know what? I'm going to lift the mic and put it right next to my face. Because Will the sound be okay? Yeah, it should be. It's, our podcast uh, sound is way better than half the shit. Fine, fine. Like. Next time I want to mess around on the mic, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you can't tell I'm me off. I'm a professional. I can do you it. You can't tell me off. And I'm not. No. What? You're not the technical professional. That's me. I edit the podcast. <coughs> Let's just agree to this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're ill. I'm turning 30. It's a lot of shite, really, isn't it? Yeah, this um, month has started off to quite the bag of wank. Like, gotta say. We love Scorpio season, but turning 30, it's just not the one for me. I don't feel it. I don't feel ready f- to embark on this new journey. Come what on. was turning 30 like for you? I didn't even feel it when I turned 30, honestly. I was living my best life. It was almost like, you know, life begins for me and I was ready to kind of take on a new challenge and, and explore the world. Then obviously the pandemic happened, but um, I felt great turning 30. I really did. I feel worse turning 32 and I'm going to be 33 next year. I feel progressively shit during the, the pandemic. But when I turned 30, it was fab. Yeah, we had a great party as well, didn't we? Mm, we did indeed. She partied. It was kind of iconic. It was, it was. But how did you celebrate your 30th, Babs? Um, we went to Malta, which is fabulous. You took me away because yes. I was like, let's go away now. Mm. That's how. That's the conclusion. That's how we got there, okay? <laughs> I am such a loving husband. It's and um, yeah, do you know what? It was our first um, getaway as well since the pandemic. And um, we spent, was it nine, ten days? Mm. Nine to ten days. Nine days. In Malta, and it was a fabulous we had a couple of days of a hurricane drama, and if you can see our reel on our Instagram, there's a really funny video part of the video where you see Amory struggling with his own. <laughs> Sorry, Bitch. please tell people what happened. <laughs> we agreed that you would do most of the talking. Okay then, fine. <coughs> you you know. tell people what happened. All of a sudden, this bitch has been talking all day, but he can't talk now. Do you know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, it started to rain and we had, to, we had our umbrellas. And I'm ready, you didn't bring your umbrella from England, did you? No. And so you bought a shitty umbrella to start with. Mm. And um, we were in t-shirt and shorts because it was sunny. And then all of a sudden this hurricane just came out of nowhere. And it started to rain really heavily. We were right near the hotel. And your umbrella broke and it went windy and it went crazy. And it went my like umbrella, mental. <laughs> my umbrella exploded in my face. <laughs> And people around me started laughing. One person was there. They were laughing at me. It was so humiliating. Actually, that person plus me equals people, doesn't it? And then I threw the umbrella in the bin and then I bought a new one, only to find that it was too big to fit my suitcase. And now it's hanging in a wardrobe in Malta. Fantastic. It was so brilliant. It was fab. Sun, gorgeous walks. Oh my God, the day we walked all, that's so far that day, didn't we? That was gorgeous. I love doing a hike or a walk. Valletta. Lovely cocktails. Lots of pizza. Lots of food. Um, shisha, because you know I love shisha. You know, you can take the boy out of Bradford. But the shisha will come with us everywhere we go in the world. Um, lovely people as well. Everyone was so nice. And just amazing food and amazing time and just a really welcome break, I think, for us. We've been so busy and swamped. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how you can live on a cut-off island and still not be a knobhead? 
Are you trying to come for our island? I'm trying to come for mm. fucking Brexit. They dealt, they dealt with COVID very well as well over there. Yeah, they did. They had like 11 new cases and all of them were foreigners. <laughs> they were like, when it started last year, they were like, no, no one's coming in. We're closing down the island so and we can keep the like, island open. They were like, how many have you had today? And I was like, 50,000. <laughs> I know. I know. They've done, ev- they've done everything very, very well. And it was a great time. And I'd definitely go back again to Malta because it was just... So correct. Sometimes you just need a break where it starts with, oh my God, and you booked such a nice place. There's a little from sauna and a little indoor pool and jacuzzi and hot tub. And oh, that was amazing, wasn't it, right? Yeah. I was at one with the water. Didn't you feel like every day that we went in there, your soul was cleansed? Oh, it was. My soul, I, it was a baptism every time. I felt amazing. It was really nice. Lovely hotel. Lovely o- ocean front view. Mm-hmm. Apart from the day that the hurricane happened, because it was literally blowing away our about, um, our doors. And so we had to move rooms for two nights because I turned into a mega Karen. And I was like, I can't take it anymore. It's too noisy. But it was and great because it was like a holiday away. It was a lot of fun. And um, I was trying to deny myself having holiday blues, but I think I did have them for a day or so. I think I still have them a little bit because I'm like, mm, I'm back now. But it was, it's different being back this time. And this episode, we're going to talk about, um, we've been inspired to talk about holidaying and traveling and, you know, being abroad and stuff. Mm. But don't you feel different this time going on holiday and coming back to Manchester as opposed to where we used to live? Oh, God, yeah. Why is that? Because there's no escaping from Manchester. It's such a great city. You don't want to leave it in a way. No, I I agree with you. It was a, it was weird because when I was on the flight back, sitting there watching Ugly Betty, you know, Ugly Betty. living my life, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to get back. I can't wait to get a shower because we have such a nice showers where we live. <laughs> I can't wait to like see our bed and just be back here as well. But I really enjoyed the holiday, so it was like, oh no, I can't believe that I want to be back because then does that mean I enjoyed the holiday? Do you know what I mean? Mm. But it's like, no, you can enjoy the holiday and, and enjoy coming back as well. Obviously, the, the, the shit things you come back to, such as Brexit and the, the government and all the stuff that they're doing and stuff. I love the government. They're amazing. <laughs> are you talking about yourself being the government? Yeah. You are the what? The government, honey. So yeah, it, it's, it's fabulous coming back and like hitting the ground running and, and, and getting back into it, apart from turning 30, which is shite. Don't bother doing it, guys. Oh my God, speaking of the government, have you seen Greta Thunberg stood outside? She swears now. Oh my God, I know. I'm living though, are you? She was like, they don't give a fuck. In my fantasy, she's a Middle Eastern woman (laughs) because I can't do Swedish. But she was like, they don't give a fuck. And they had some crisis chant as well. Mm, I don't want to air my views on her. Go on then, you little bitch. I think she just sounded like a bit of a troublemaker, to be honest. Yeah, she did. I'll be honest. I think she did because by swearing by ma- no by making sweeping statements saying that these lot aren't going to do anything and this isn't leadership and what we're doing this is leadership and I'm like well you're just making noise really you know unfortunately because um all of this type of stuff is such a big beast the first thing you got to do inevitably is talk about it and then agree an action plan and, you know, you engage in good faith that everyone adheres to it. And guess what? Everybody doesn't. And sometimes because people are countries and nation leaders are pure evil and sometimes they just don't have the resource. So, you know, climate change is very revolutionary and revolutions are never clean or linear. So I don't really agree with her um, 
I I understand her frustration. I don't really agree with her way of delivering it. Also, she's just annoying. Well, I disagree with you entirely. Um, the reason why is because you said it's um, not clean or linear, so therefore she's not being clean or linear. Yeah, revolution is never clean or linear. Yeah, no. So it's good. So then, to make revolution happen, it shouldn't be clean or linear, should it? What do you mean? Like you're saying revolutions are not clean or linear. Yes. Therefore, should this be clean or linear then or not? What is this that you're talking like, about? Like um, this revolution about um, global warming and everything. What do you mean? I'm talking about the climate change being a revolutionary concept. Okay. And therefore, the outcome of it is never going to be clean or linear. Oh, I thought you meant the process of getting to the outcome is not clean no. or linear. No, 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 that's not what I'm okay, saying. Okay, sorry, you should have made that clear. Um, the process... Of, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm here for Gre- Greta. Um, I think, um, you know, she... It's a tough one because, because she has Asperger's as well. So her approach um, to it, and it's really interesting because the, the tackle, the tackling this on um, Hollyoaks is a really autistic um, um, person on Hollyoaks, and uh, her approach to climate change, she, she did something and she broke the law in a way, and it wasn't the right decision to make, and it wasn't yeah. a, a good thing to do, but she did have a full understanding of it. So it's that's quite an interesting take, like. You know, obviously, Greta has a great understanding of climate change, and she's well educated in it. But how educated or how well of understanding does she have on her approach? Yeah, and do, I do think you know what I mean? It's and important to mention that neither you and I, or uh, neither you and I, are professionals in terms of diagnosing Asperger's or any sort of cognitive uh, behaviors. So. You know, we don't have the best understanding as to how to deal with it. I would say I certainly don't. You might have a little bit more experience. <coughs> I've, 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 talk, I've talked kids with, with, with yeah, um, and I've had training on it. But you know, so um, for me, it's not um, okay. So how she's saying it in, exactly? I mean, yes, how she's saying it as well, but um, it's what she's saying as well. What is she saying? Um, you know, she's saying that the world leaders, what they're doing is crap, and that's not leadership as far as climate change is concerned. And what she's doing on the streets, that is what leadership is. Um, so I, I don't agree with that. I agree and partially. Also, and, you know, in terms of climate change, yes, we can all individually do our own things. And there's certain things that we can do that no government needs to mandate on us that should just come from within, which is great. But I don't think that's what leadership is. I, I agree partially. I agree the fact that, you know, world leaders, not every single world leader, haven't took it seriously so far. You know, and, you know, some world leaders are not great at leading. But it doesn't mean you're good at what you're doing either. <laughs> Like, it doesn't mean what you're doing is is right either. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. who really has the answer of how to fucking lead? Yeah. Like, it's nearly impossible at this rate because you can't please everyone. You, you can't, know? no. But regardless of all our thoughts and opinions, I think we all have to, I think we're all in agreement that we do, something needs to be done about climate change. Oh, I've been saying like, it for ages. Like, massively needs to be done. And the world leaders, keyword leaders, they need to take action. And they need to make um, a difference on it. And little old David Attenborough, I'm sorry, how can you disagree with him? Oh, I love David Attenborough. I mean, I mean to be honest with you, I've kind of, you know, taken small measures as much as I could on a personal level. As far as climate change is concerned, a lot of the stuff that they're saying, I've heard it for years and years and years. And it's just really nice seeing the world keeping up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, David Attenborough has been doing it for years, hasn't he? Bless I love him. him. He's an icon. 
Like, it's and so he's sad. right. It's unf- and it's interesting because what he says is that he's seen the complete transformation and devastation of planet Earth during his lifetime. Because a lot of the that's wildlife, really sad, by the way. A lot of the wildlife that we saw on television growing up had never been seen. And he said when he used to travel, it was just vast wilderness everywhere. And you don't have that anymore. No, it, that's so true. And you know when you hear it from him, National Treasure, it makes you really sad. It's like you've, yeah. as such a lover of nature as well, you've just seen it crumble. But he, he did say something, I don't remember what he said, but he said, you know, I've seen this, but you guys can see a revolution and change and positive change if you make a change now. Yeah, we could have a, we could be, you know, this this would be the next industrial revolution, um, you know, consider, consisting of more sort of renewable industries and more ethically responsible industries as far as the climate's concerned. Um, so, you know, if there is a global push for it, and it is happening in small pockets. We might be looking at another industrial revolution that's for the best, which would be very interesting. I will be sad to eat less meat, but, you know, it is what it is. Oh, no, I agree. But you know what? Let's make a difference. Climate change. Um, the soaps are doing stuff on that, by the way, where they're going <laughs> to each other's um, soaps and helping each other and, like, um, you know, promoting it, which is really good because that, that's actually made me start thinking about what difference I can make. But for now, I think we should go for a little break. And we, when we come back, we'll actually talk about holidaying. Yes, yes, indeed. We will take a little break and we will come back and talk about how much CO2 we pumped <laughs> into the off. air whilst we were sat on that flight. We're back. I hope you missed us. I hope you're okay, everyone. Yeah, did you guys enjoy the adverts? Tell us what they were. <laughs> If there were any adverts, who knows? Yeah, either way, we took a break. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so let's uh, go talking about um, holidaying. See, this is interesting because I'm because your voice is fucked. I'm supposed to talk more. So should you be asking me questions? Yeah, you said you planned this episode. I planned it. Here you go. And, and you never shared the plan with me. You didn't ask. Oh, should I have asked? <laughs> no, because I just I just thought now I'm like, okay, I'm planning it. I'll lead on it because his voice is fucked. Bless him. But you should ask me questions. So I'm going to tell you what to ask me. Okay. And then you're going to ask me. Okay. You're going to ask me about our first holiday together. Okay, go on. Okay, babe. Yeah, man. Holidays are awesome. Tell me about the first holiday you and your husband went on. So it was a dark, Scott, stormy night. <laughs> I think it was. We were sitting in Weatherspoons. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. He has no idea. Be quiet, babe. You're not allowed to speak. This is my monologue. We were sitting in Weatherspoons, um, having... That's going to fuck your voice up in your throat. I'm mad. Right, do you see... Right, listen, everyone. Do you see what I mean by, like, he gets ill, but he doesn't take processes to try to get better because he wants to be against it because he's such a fucking rebel. No. So if he doesn't get better, that affects me and my life and my birthday. Your birthday's happening. Which means he doesn't care about me, everyone. Help me. Send me money, PayPal. Okay, Link in bio. So it was, a, um, it was a, probably a dark, it probably was a dark stormy night. We're in Weatherspoons in our hometown, having some hot chocolate on a random evening. And we were discussing, you know, having holiday, going for a holiday. And, you know, oh, what should we do? Should we go for a holiday this summer? <coughs> and I, I'm such a good person, by the way, because we're looking at all these places. And I was like, I know Amir loves Budapest. He's lived there before. And I said to him, should we go to Budapest for like 10 nights? And he said, his eyes, he was like, are you serious? Do you know how much this would mean to me? It would mean everything to me. 
You are the most incredible human being in the world. You can't talk. You are the most incredible human being in the world well, ever. Now, hold up now. Hold up. <laughs> so, <coughs> so we um, decided to book Budapest and we booked our flights and we went. And it was fucking brilliant. It was such a great holiday. It was good for us actually in our relationship. I think that was the seventh month of our relationship. Yeah, into the seventh month of our relationship. It was good to us to get away from like work and, you know, home life and all that crap and actually be together fully for like 10 nights in another country, getting the flights over, you know, staying and exploring. And I think Amra was really nervous that he, I wasn't going to like it because obviously you lived there. I absolutely loved it. The ruined bars, the shots, I love shots about all the cheap drinks. Um, the, the 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 outdoor pools and baths and stuff. Oh, I was so chilled and relaxed. Then Amory got scared that I was too relaxed. Yeah, when we got there, he was just sat there with a bottle of Chopronny, um, which is like a beer. God, you don't drink beer anymore. Uh, it depends on the calories. Mm -hmm. And I was like, is he okay? He looks half dead. And you were like, no, I'm just chill. And I was like, how are you not jumping up and down like you used to? <laughs> because I was what? Relaxed. Chill, 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 chillaxed. And it was just such a gorgeous, perfect holiday that we ended up out, obviously, pre-pandemic. We went back every single year to Budapest. We went in October. We went in different times of year, many and some other. But we went every single year because it was, it's so cheap and it's so good. And it's really good going back to the same place. Like, let's go and get gyros from the same place every day. There was one time we went for two weeks. And do you remember I got gyros every day for yeah. like 12 days in a row? Yeah, no, yeah, I remember. Was it 12 days in a row? Yep. What is wrong with you? I like what I like. Um, yeah, and I think right now I feel a little bit uncomfortable going given their government mm. and the whole gay thing. Um, but that said, when I used to live there, you know, we had a borderline neo-Nazi party in power and I used to live for it. Like, not live for it, <laughs> but like... <laughs> I was fine with it. You'd have these skinheads walking around and they'd kiss each other on the cheek and they looked all tanked up and stuff. And I was like, yes, fascist me, bitch, or whatever. But um, yeah, um, it's a weird country because like, you know, you have all this political crap, but and then just such a subtle undertone of everyone doing their own thing. Mm, so it's, it's like, okay. It's interesting unless you go to a, a place because obviously you got Hungary, which is the country, and all the issues happening. But Budapest is a special place. It's very, you know, it's very different, isn't it? And, you know, I remember the last time we went, and there were more gay bars than ever. And we went, we actually went on a night out, hopping gay bar to gay bar to gay club. Mm. And we had an incredible night out. There was yeah. drag, there were bars, there was karaoke, there was clubbing. It was just like... There was a gay bar on the Danube River, which is tourist central. I was gagged. And it was such a nice bar as well. And then we met, uh, we saw some drag performances. Like, we've seen Hungarian drag queens perform. Oh, yeah. Like, that's so cool. I mean, I remember they used to perform in Alter Ego, which, was, which still is the only gay club there. But these lot were performing in these other parts. And then uh, one of them de-dragged and said hi to us straight away after in Alter Ego. And it was just so nice. Cut to Hungary not um, opting in this year's Eurovision because it felt it got too gay. And where I'm have like, you been? I was like, where the fuck have you been? Like it's 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 Eurovision. It's hardly a military exercise. Like you want to butch it up, sis. Eurovision's not the place. It's been too gay forever. Like Eurovision <laughs> in Swahili means gay boy. Does it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Sorry, you had me for a moment, my dumbass. It's like oh no, but like it is gay as the day is long. It's gay as hell. 
Mm. It really is. Okay. Mm. You now need to ask me the next question, babe. Okay. Your next question is about favorite places that we've been on holiday. Okay, babe. So we heard about Hungary and how you and your husband did bum stuff. But now tell me about your favorite holiday places. Now there's a few. It's really tough because I think genuinely we've been to some fucking great holidays like Budapest every year. We went to Madrid twice. We went to Tweka, which has been messy, drunk and ridden holidays. Love Barcelona. Can't wait to go back. It's one of my favorite places. But I'm going to zone in on two places. And these two places that I hold in my hand. <laughs> I'm doing a tarot banks right now. Um, no. And you know what they are, don't you? You can tell everyone. We were all rooting for you. Tell everyone. The first is New York. New York is... The best place in the whole entire world. I haven't visited the whole world, but I don't give a shit what you're going to say. And the best present I ever got you. Best present ever. The first time we went was just... And the second time... Oh, it my was God. For your, it was for your 27th birthday, uh-huh. which you told me was uh, had the same amount of importance as your 30th birthday. And now that you've got your 30th birthday, you're like... Nee, 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 nee. I'm like nothing because I don't give a shit. But 27 Club, yeah, because Amy Winehouse, Kurt Cobain, legends, artists. And I, who knows, that might have been the last year I was going to be alive. Now that you're... Th- girl, bye. You don't now know, that- babe. I'm a legend. Well, I could die when I'm 14, but I'm still here. Yeah, but that's not like a 14 Club. Well... It's, 27 Club's a real thing, babe. We're an underrepresented community. <laughs> More needs to be done. We need to raise awareness. <laughs> Fuck off. Raising awareness. Raising awareness. <laughs> Are you aware? Well, that's because I've been raising awareness. Have you been raising awareness? Raising awareness. Raising awareness? Raising awareness. Oh my God, I'm raising awareness. I'm raising awareness. I'm just raising so much <laughs> werewolves. We're in so many werewolves to raise awareness of this issue. Anywho. If you haven't seen that TikTok, you really need to see it. It's hilarious. Oh, I didn't even, I'm just copying you, to be honest. I, I'm not. This is a situation. Climate change. But I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm just going to raise, raise awareness. awareness. <laughs> so yeah, New York, New York, New York. It is as magical no, as you could ever believe in your whole fucking pause. life. I will go on, bitch. Which one's more important for you than turning 27 or 30? And that's 27, let's say. Good. You better fucking be. Okay, good. Go on. Because I'm 30 and I'm depressed as fuck, so fuck Yay. that. Um, so yeah, New York is magical. I remember when we got there and we got in the coach from the airport and all the bus from the airport and we were turning around into um, the New York Times area and there was a moment and I was like, oh, it's magical. Times Square is magical. Ice skating on Christmas morning is magical. Tiffany's. Tiffany breakfast at Tiffany's is magical. And the Broadway is... I, I, do you know talking about it? Every time I call talk about it, I get goosebumps. I don't know about you. Oh, and I just want to go. I, and, I, and, I, and I struggle because I get over... I feel like if I carry on talking about it, I'm going to get overwhelmed with emotion. Genuinely, oh. because it's one of those places that I feel like, oh my God, I just love it so much. Like genuinely, oh my God, I could cry. I genuinely could because I love... New York so much, so much. It ha- it completely has my heart, New York does. Do you know what? Genuinely. You, you sound like one of those like weird suburban cat lady women that are like, oh, I do love Disneyland. <laughs> we go to Disneyland every year, like down Florida. Actually, I don't sound like a, a suburban lady. I sound, I sound like you know who. Ooh, child. <laughs> you know who I'm talking I about. I do know. 
Oh, we go to Disneyland every year, and it's really nice because it's in Florida, and Florida's like England, but warmer. They behave. <laughs> that could be one of millions of people. <laughs> Anywho, but let's just narrow it down to one. Anywho, yes. yeah, New York has my absolute heart, and the people that we met out there, and the things we've done, and the, the drag out there, and the fun, and just how great everyone is, and the fast pace, and the buzz of the city because when we've been we've been for over two weeks each time and over Christmas and New Year's and it's just and the pizza it's just so fucking good so that's one we of the should, places we, we should totally um, um, use Bushra as a workhorse book her everywhere so she pays for the trip and go to New York this Christmas you're half contemplating no it, because I, because that means you're going to have to have a lot of bookings in the night what we're going to do yeah in the night what in the night you get to to watch, pay for the whole of fucking New York. You get to watch it. Nah, bitch. You like you get booked for a hundred dollars, and then I'll get like four hundred dollars tips. <laughs> okay. Two gigs done. You think you're gonna get four hundred dollars tips, darling? Bosh. Yeah, Shaquida gets like a hundred dollar tips all the time, like a hundred dollar bills. Yeah, that's Shaquida. Well, that's Shaquida. She's a friend. Oh my god, get out! I'll steal her tips. Anywho, what's the other place that I'm gonna, I was thinking of? Barcelona. No, it wasn't. I already mentioned that before. Wow, you don't even know me anymore. It's over. Madrid. I, do you not listen to what I said Mexico. before? No, I'm going to stop you. Were you not listening or paying attention? Uh, I'm going to further stop you. Were you not listening to what you said to me a few weeks ago? And I said, do you prefer New York or Barcelona? And you said, New York's my favorite. And I'm pretty sure then you said Barcelona's my next favorite. So why would you deviate but from this that? But this is about there? holidays, our favorite holidays. <coughs> not places, Well, bitch, you don't live in New York. I'm talking about Mexico. Yeah. As a holiday. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> I'm really upset now. Why? You don't know me anymore. I know. Well, I just You're a dementia. Busted. Um, yeah, Mexico, we went <laughs> for no reason at all. Second year of our relationship. We, yeah. Can I tell people how much we spent? No. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> right, okay. No, we don't do that. We went, right? Thousands. No, babe, shut up. We we, went. It might as well have been our Diamond Jubilee. Babe, just shut up. Well, it was other people's Diamond Jubilee shit. People yeah. celebrate 25th anniversary, wedding, honeymoon place. And we were like, yeah, we got engaged. We, we, we didn't go on holiday because we got engaged, but we decided like, yeah, we got engaged and we did this. Yeah. It was fucking phenomenal, right? We got the Tui flight and the flight was so good. And then we got the, then we, when we landed and it took us to our hotel or our fucking, it wasn't even a hotel, was it? Oh, it was the resort. The fucking resort. And it turned in. We're like, wow. When we arrive, it gives you like a hot, a towel on arrival and champagne and tells you everything. And golf carts take you everywhere. And there's restaurants and there's beaches and barbecues and unlimited. we all inclusive and order to your room and swim up bar. And, and oh my the God. Gym. And the, and the gym. <laughs> a couple of gyms. And it was just so, so good that when we went away from the resort, we always say we're going to go visit the gay community everywhere we go. We visited... It was tough, so we had to go back to safety. We had DJs and bars and clubs and everything there. It's we like, if turned, we didn't want to leave at all. We turned into those Brits where they were like, oh, you can go to Playa del Carmen or you can watch the um, temples and pyramids. I don't see, I don't even know what they're called. Aztec pyramids? Aztec. Mm, yeah, all that kind uh, of stuff. You can watch turtles being born. And we were like, how about go fuck yourself and take us to the swimming bar? <laughs> Honestly, that swimming bar every day. <laughs> I'll never forget the times where we were like, today we're going to be healthy. Let's go to the gym. So we went like, and like ran like, I was like, yeah, run 5K. Boom. You know, five miles. Did all right. You know, sometimes did some steps. I did a little bit of nothingness. And that was a really calm. I was like, walk back. I'll get the golf cart back. And then, 
And they were like, yeah, we've been healthy, 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 yeah, healthy. Get some at the bar and we're like, we haven't ate like yet. We haven't had breakfast yet. There were like two days where we didn't have the breakfast. Got to lunch and we're like, mm, healthy, healthy, healthy. What should we have? Okay, let's have the paninis, extra cheese with crisps. That's healthy snack we haven't had breakfast. Oh, with yeah. a side of five cocktails each. Mm, these are healthy cocktails. I used to be like, oh my God, babe, I've only had three mudslides today. They're cocktails. Which was basically Hershey's chocolate milkshake with vodka. It was the best thing ever. Or like for breakfast. Remember when I used to eat fried burritos? Oh yeah, do we With all? chips for breakfast. How many calories, right, in that cocktail do you think? About 350. And there was one day when you had how many? Nine. Ten, I think. No, it was nine we counted. Wow. Oh no, I had nine mudslides and then I had like five or six other drinks. I remember we were in the pool when we made some friends and we were in the pool. We were in the pool, we were really pissed. We all had a moment we're like, what the fuck are we doing? Oh my God, yeah. Remember our friend Bob? Yeah, Bob the drag queen. And we decided, <laughs> so cold, to, right? we decided to name uh, one of each's appliances Kevin. Yes. So our washing machine was called Kevin and their microwave was called Kevin. And then they sent us a text once and they were like, Kevin died. Yeah, we made holiday friends and then people want to stay in touch afterwards, don't they? But then we were like, no. Nah, they had a child. I'm joking. They had they were on a different path. Yeah, they were. We they had a child and we have a, a teddy bear llama. Also, we got rid of those Instagram accounts and now we're the you don't love me, me boy. So yeah, good luck finding us. Anyway, ask me another I'm question. Joking, Bob, and what was his bird's name? His his um partner's name. Can I not say bird? Yes, I can. Derogatory. How? Because they're not birds. Well, she's not a partner. She's not a part of him. Well, she's why can't he be a bird then? Well, he can be. Okay, fine. Her ma- her man. Wow. Or like I'm just fucking with his head so much. Her fine. Her albatross bird. Whatever. <laughs> what was her name? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, they fucking go there. It doesn't matter. At least I'm not using derogatory terms. Um, it does matter because he was rich. Oh yeah, that's so true. He was, he so was good rich. times rich. Wow, like crazy. And rich. then when he got drunk, he was like, "Yeah, I'm fucking rich." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." But it was fun. funny. It was. It was. It was it a was lot lovely. of. It, it was lovely, and it was a lot of fun, and we tanned so well, and like I did not tan well. I. I. I, I burnt like no tomorrow. oh bless you like i tanned and then the top layer just turned into a crisp i know you didn't look after yourself did you babe i did you just got too drunk with mudslides i remember when the mudslides <laughs> you're like and bob was coming back with more and it was, he was like yeah i'll go and get you a mudslide yeah he was <laughs> like yeah boys do you want drinks i'll get I'll, uh, on me or something <laughs> and i was like well they're not on you are they it's all but inclusive thanks for swimming across one meter to pick up some drinks <laughs> so um, let's wrap this up. Yes. Ask me now why traveling is so important to us. Oh my God, babe. It was amazing hearing about Mexico and Bob and all the drinks that you bitches drank. Wow. Now tell me about holidays. Why are holidays so important, man? You're meant to be saving your voice. I am. Okay. You're meant to just be quicker and quieter. Okay, tell us why holidays are so no, important. No, no. Th- that's it. Done. I'm trying to protect you from yourself. <laughs> Your biggest enemy is you. <laughs> Papa Lozenger. <laughs> I'm so funny. I'd respond, but I'm saving my voice. <laughs> so you sound like a flop. <laughs> I'm I fucking hate you. Anyway, mm-hmm. um... <laughs> traveling 
especially where we used to live, was so important to us. We used to go abroad four, five, five, six times a year, even at times, because um, it was shit where we lived, and we didn't realize how shit it was until the pandemic came and we had to stay there. So we moved to Manchester, and I don't think we're gonna have to travel as much anymore. No. because of that but we want to and that's the difference so there's places that we want to go and want to revisit and i hope people get out of the mindset of not wanting to revisit a place like let's tick a box and never go back i enjoy going back to places i enjoy going to the same bars and food and knowing what, what i'm doing or exploring it more you know oh yeah and you don't have to visit new countries all the time like the number of times people are like you guys should go to dubai how about suck a dick first of all why would you go to dubai they're gonna i i would probably die we <coughs> Babe, we would die. We could die. Yeah, but like... I'll be arrested. The pics would be fire. I know, the fire pics of us being arrested. <laughs> Whoa. But like, why would I go to that? Oh my God, I would never go. Oh my God, no. See, as a, as a normal civilian, it's a no. But like, if I ever became a, you know, prominent public figure... Then yeah, wheel me around because they won't say anything to you. Then. Oh yeah, there obviously, but like right now, it no. just depends who you are. If you're a somebody, the rules are different. If you're a nobody like me, then it's, you're fucked. Then you're fucked, man. And yeah, so everyone, if you can travel, travel safely, go to places. Let us know in our DMs um, some suggestions of places that you think we could should visit, especially in Europe. I want to visit a few more places in Europe. Somewhere that has um, good food, um, a good good bar, some good nightlife, and um, good things to do during the day as well. Bitch, who do you think our followers are? Thomas Cook? Listen, you never know. Thomas Cook might be listening. So please let us know and sponsor us and take us on holiday and give us money. Thomas Cook went into administration. Oh, shit, that happened. Ago. See, I blocked out a lot of the pandemic now. And also, wish me happy birthday. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much, guys, for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, uh, this week's episode, or whatever, whenever it is. We He's a mess. Um, and yeah, hope to see you guys soon. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, share, all that jazz. It's a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about more serious stuff downstream. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. And thank you very much for your support. Things have been popping off. There's a lot more planned, a lot more stuff going on. And uh, we can't wait to share it with you guys. We love you, but you, you don't, don't love me. Cough. Lozenger. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. Follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. Follow us also on Twitter at YDLM Boys. And you can also email us on You Don't Love Me Boys at Outlook.com. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.